accusés d'un vol qu'ils n'ont pas commis, n'ayant aucun moyen d'en faire la preuve, ils fuient sans cesse devant leurs poursuivants. Pour subsister, ils emploient leurs compétences. Quand la loi ne peut plus rien pour vous, il vous reste un recours, un seul, l'agence Tourisque. Welcome back to the Little Opinions Podcast. I'm Jim with Nathan and Scott. Uh, we have a big week coming up this week, so we figured that uh, we tickle your ear holes just a little bit uh, with a little bit uh, of banter, a little bit of bullshit uh, before we get out of here for the evening. So I just threw on record and we're just going to talk for a little while. Does that sound good, guys? Sure. Sounds pretty great. All right. So anyway, like I was saying about Aquaman. Um, oh, for God's sake. <laughs> I'm gone. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Um, but yeah, guys, we have a big week coming up. Uh, we got a lot of inter- interviews from Inside the Kingdom. Um, Scott's headphones are broken. Um, it just doesn't want to stop snowing here on the East Coast. New Jersey just got signed uh, into law that uh, marijuana will be legal. So, like, big week going around. Uh, what's it What's it like over there? Because you guys are on, like, lockdown four, right? Over there? Or on uh, three still. Yeah, it's three or four. I don't, I don't really know. It's, it's all felt the same. So, Nathan, where if I'm wrong, but like, didn't like Boris say for like your guys in England that they were going to be starting a plan that hopefully means like we can get some sort of like gatherings in like, by like June. And yeah. Like, Nicholas Sturgeon's going to make an announcement tomorrow at time recording, which I'm hoping means that. Is a similar plan to Boris because I want like I'm hoping like Scotland and England like the rest of the UK can all like be able to come out of lockdown and get back to normal at the same time rather than you and the other guys in England fucking getting go to the pub and I'm still stuck inside. Yeah, well, there's like a quote unquote roadmap uh, to getting back to normal at the minute with a timeline of like restrictions really slowly being lifted. So schools are going to go back because that makes sense and then like small gatherings outside by like uh by like may they're wanting to have like small crowds of like a few thousand at like sporting events and then in june that's kind of like here you go guys uh but it all depends how quickly they can get people vaccinated not a lot of banter in this answer uh i'm just, just asking because i know i know we're all hoping because we've all talked about doing like a room they'll meet up and any any news that makes it seem like that's closer to happen is, is, is good news to me. Yeah, I mean, um, it's a long way for Jimmy to come, but uh, oh yeah, yeah Jimmy, we'll, Jimmy. we'll see. Yeah, he can come too. He can come too. No, I'll you, just you can come if you want to. I'll just video <laughs> Skype one of you when the rest of you are in the room together, and I can just be in my room like holding a beer and just being like, "Hi, everybody! Oh my god!" <laughs> It's like I'm there, and then all of you were like, "But you're not, hey!" And fucking hang up. Hey, Megaton. 
for instance. <laughs> it's my favourite bit of that movie. I almost watched that earlier today because I was looking for something to watch. It's just gone on Netflix, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. There's just one bit where uh, Jason Statham literally is just inside like a submarine or something and a giant shark just goes past you and the camera just pans around to his face and all he does is go, Megalodon. And that's the end of the scene. <laughs> and then he just cuts to some oh, other horse shit and you're like, what? I remember like, there was like a compilation of like snippets from people being interviewed, I think it was by Empire, when like the new Star Wars was, was coming back like before episode seven. And it was asking all different actors, like, if you had the chance, would you want to be in the new Star Wars? And he and just, just went on about how silly like sci fi and films like Star Wars are and like you start in a film about a giant fucking shark. Like <laughs> And you, yet you, yet you feel you feel like you're too good to be in, to be in Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, Star Wars like doesn't really tend to hire big, expensive actors, which I feel like Jason, although Jason Statham isn't like the best actor ever, he still like would demand a big fee. Whereas Star Wars tends to like coast on the franchise and just hire like nobodies, and then turn them into stars. So I don't feel like he would really suit it, but it would be great if like they unmasked like a uh, like a bounty hunter guy, and it was just him. He was like, "Oi!" See, I'd, I'd be happy for him to keep his, his accent because like they make like we hear John Boyega talking his regular voice compared to how he talks as as Finn, where they made him like become American in the film, but like and also in episode seven, they're the one Scottish guy in all of Star Wars. It's like the worst actor in that whole film. I was really sad when I found out. I think I asked the Rogue Opinions group us um, because I randomly realised, wait, all the stormtroopers are clones. Are they all John Boyega? And then I asked <laughs> the group and it and turned out there was pretty systematically the nerds assembled. It was like, no, that, that programme was scrapped back in the blue 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 And then it was like... Um, so no, I was really sad about that. I was like, that's <laughs> such a great choice. If they're just all John Boyega. No, by the time they got to the John Boyega era of Stormtroopers, they weren't clones anymore. It's <sighs> fucking bullshit, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. They had run out of clones because fucking homeboy got his head sliced off. His head, he got his head chopped off. How can you run out of clones? You know, only have so much genetic material. Mm-hmm. Explain that in the Clone Wars cartoon. Yep. Oh, okay. See, I'm sorry. I've got a question about Star Wars that's been kind of pestering me for a while, but I didn't want to go on the excellent Mandalorian podcast that uh, Reese and Carl have just started. But I didn't want to you study it with my on. lack of knowledge. Yes, you be on, because even though you've repeatedly said Star Wars isn't your thing, haven't asked me to be on it. I'm starting yeah. to think they like me. Perfectly plausible. Uh, I've seen season one of The Mandalorian. I've got a question about the currency. Mm-hmm. It seems impractical. Well, that you was have... kind of it. It's just giant blocks of weird metal that no. they then do weird stuff to. No, no. That what he was given was Beskar steel, which originally was uh, like it was. It's it was forged on Mandalore. It belongs to the Mandalorians. It's how they make their armor. It's how they protect themselves that he was taking that in lieu of currency. Uh, uh, Normally, normally in the Star Wars universe, and correct me if I'm wrong, Scott, 
they use uh, just galactic basic uh, credits. Mm, um, they're usually small little metal things. Like sometimes it's silver, sometimes it's gold. I think isn't that? Yeah, and that's a real basic currency system of just some, like bits of metal. Some planets have their own. Like uh, I think it was in maybe Mandalorian season two where he gets like the little squishy little discs and he's like, no, nah, I don't want that and stuff because like it only works on this one planet or whatever. So planets have their own currency, but when you're dealing in intergalactic trade, uh, especially along the outer rim and stuff, you, you need galactic basic uh, galactic basic is the language. I don't know why I keep saying that, but uh, the credits essentially it's like star Trek too, where they just use credits. It's just a, the, the currency isn't that important. I mean, Look, it's all very bad the currency is. I mean, I think it's one of the least of the worries in this this universe. I mean, not being able to understand basic currency is basically how they managed to get ruled over by an evil emperor for so many years. So people in the Star Wars universe tend to be very gullible and clearly it not good with them. It does seem remarkably easy to take over the Star Wars universe. Like you just see a big ship, some cool, like cool-sounding ideas. A few yeah, essentially, people that might follow you. Essentially, what you have to do is you have to be a part of like Star Wars Twitter and you get you get like a sequence where you're in the Senate and your little disc floats out into the middle of the Senate where all the other discs are. And then you say something about like the Republic and this is all galaxy. And then everybody goes, wow. And then like you can do sort of whatever you want because I am the Senate and whatnot. <laughs> um, oh, and OK. Then, yeah, and then and they do mention in Mandalorian season one that because the Empire had just fallen, uh, the Empire credits are worthless. Mm-hmm. You'd have to only use them with certain people who would find value to them. So really what it's doing is it's holding up a mirror to society, Nathan. I'm not sure if you know this or not, but like <laughs> it's really it's really just sort of a part of like the zeitgeist about how we've just assumed that money has like any inherent value, but we've all just sort of like decided that money has value, you know? So like Mandalorian really shines two suns on that. You see what I did there, Scott? I said two suns. Yeah, it's super good, right? Like there are people, there are people in the comment section right now going like, Oh my God. Yes. Yes, bitch. They also say that credits calling currency, just credits. Is just the most basic, like, sci-fi related word you could use for credits. You could slip that into any movie, any sci-fi movie ever made. Because, like, you know, I think, like, oh, shit, we need a scene in Star Wars where someone buys something. What do they use? We can't use regular money. Uh, credits. We'll come up with something better later on. It's and weird, because, like, you don't have to name the currency. But they do, all, they do all lean towards, the, like, oh, just, just intergalactic credits. So just don't tell us what it is. I think the best name for credits, especially in a star, like like uh, like a planetary sort of thing, was in Cowboy Bebop. They called them Wulongs. <laughs> and I just think that that's like the best name for like currency is Wulongs. You could just have them like, oh, you need to pay for this thing. And they just like touch something on their arm and then they beep it against the thing. Kind of how like people pay for things with their, their Apple Watch. Mm. Just be like, done with it. Or their <laughs> Samsung gear. Anybody? Anybody? Oh, do we have to mention more than one brand? It's like the BBC. <laughs> do they have to do that? I am yeah. so... Yeah, I'm they have to name another brand. Because they, they can't be seen so, to be publicists. I'm so interested in knowing what British television is like on the whole. Because like we have BBC America over here. And like 
I'll catch I'll catch like some British stuff and stuff, but like I am so into because like every once in a while I'll catch the um uh like like the like the stream that I'm watching of some wrestling show is like the British stream of it. So like you get like all the British commercials and stuff. And it's just so weird. It's so strange. Like, how does TV like work over there? I don't get it. I like I get it over here. It works because our whole system is corrupt and ev- nothing matters. But like, I mean, it's pretty, 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 pretty much, it's pretty, much pretty much the same way. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much how I feel watching like when I watch a stream of a of NXT or EW. It's usually an American one. So when they do the, like the picture in picture. Some of the advert American adverts are just confusing to me. So I think it's just a thing of like the different ways we watch TV. Like one is... time I think after podcast we all watched like Raw. Uh, I think it was an American stream of Raw. And like literally every advert break it was five different fast food adverts and then an anti smoking advert because they want you to get off smoking so you're hungry all the time and so you eat all this shit that's gonna kill you a different way than smoking. That was weird. and also the, the American adverts whenever they advertise like a drug, oh. and it'll be like, oh, this will open up your nasal stuff, so you won't have a cold anymore. This might kill you. Don't eat, have more than seven. It might kill you. You're going to die if you have this. Keep away from <laughs> your like, children. Yeah, keep away from all your kids. <laughs> I mean, that Nexus advert from the recent One Division is weirdly more accurate than anyone yeah. would ever believe. It's because we don't have that in the uk because i don't think we really like we do have some drug adverts but it's usually just like paracetamol i'm I'm so glad that you brought up wandavision uh scott because (laughs) that's what you got from that i did i did (laughs) because american tv is so depressing because like you get like a like if you have like slight allergies you go and you take like um like let's just say you you go get like the the average over-the-counter um medicine for allergies the commercial for it is everybody's just like i used to not be able to leave the house but now <laughs> with really with axiom i can breathe easy and then for the next minute and a half it's like if you if you're okay with axiom please make sure that you consult the doctor first and if you consult the doctor and he says that you're gonna die take it anyway and then even if you do die then you know you're not gonna be able to sue anybody because nexium 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 go buy it nexium and everything is so colorful <laughs> And that's the thing is that like American painkillers and drugs in general are bordering on heroin. Oh, yeah. Like all of them are opioids. We <laughs> love like, we love our opioids over here. We love getting it. Whereas whereas in, in Britain we're like, man, you just can't stop eating Pringles after you pop them. Like there must be something on them. But over in America it's like, man, I had this ibuprofen and now I'm ten thousand dollars in debt and I'm addicted to this weird flower. <laughs> like... Ibuprofen isn't <laughs> <laughs> ibuprofen is not a, a, an opioid but i think it's the I think like the way you make it probably is it probably it might be <laughs> like the walmart version of an ibuprofen definitely is like heroin yeah for some it's, reason it burns your skin when you touch it <laughs> you you have to you have to pick it up with the cotton that comes in the in the, the little bottle so you don't burn your fingers and then when you drop it onto your tongue you have to let it dissolve a little first and you're gonna get a little sleepy you're gonna get a little sleepy but you knock out of it and you're fine in like 10 minutes you're good you're good and for some reason it's 50 dollars a tablet yeah yeah you have to go to the guy who lives like near your aunt's buddy's house 
to go pick up three <laughs> ibuprofen when you have a headache. Uh, and then, like, the, if you haven't taken ibuprofen in a while, like, sometimes you throw up a little bit, but everyone's like, no, 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 it's cool, it's normal, it's normal. And then you can't poop. You're you know? not allowed paracetamol over there, right? I don't think we have that, no. Yeah, because apparently if you overdose on it, it stops you from being able to throw up. Oh, like, that's and, not But you good. have to take a shitload. Yeah, but over here... for some reason, that got banned in America. <laughs> yeah, but you know what, though? Over here, there are it's some weird... to make, that's why. There, no, there's some weird motherfuckers who would be like, guys, do you hear about Special P? Special P just rolled in. <laughs> Special P just rolled in. And, yo, me and my buddy, we got a whole bottle of it. We're going to just take it to the face, bro. They say it stops you from vomiting. I don't think it's going to stop me from vomiting, bro. I'm going to go. I'm going to fucking go. I'm going to vomit all night long. <laughs> and you, they paid like 50 pounds of dollars, sorry, for like a packet. Whereas we can get a packet like 70 for 20p. <laughs> also over here. Sure, you can't buy more than two packets of paracetamol at any one time in case they because then they might assume that you're going to use them to kill yourself. So, yeah. and like the best like example I had third, I think was the comedian Jason Manford told about it where he bought just a bunch of packets because he wasn't feeling well. And said the woman behind the counter, instead of taking a side or getting a manager to kind of explain that we can't let you buy this many paracetamol in case you overdose or try and kill yourself, that she just said it in front of all the other customers while there was a queue forming. It's like, but yeah, I can buy as many razor blades as I want. <laughs> Remember, it's across the street for attention, down the block for results. Um, <laughs> also, anyway, one division. Weird that, sorry, before we go on to one division, like, it's weird the things that are banned over you. Like, you guys can't have like Kinder Surprise over there because they're worried that the kids over there would choke on the toy that comes out, even though it comes in a small like thing inside Scott. the egg as well. Yeah. Scott, they don't even have Iron Brew over there. I know, but like technically, we don't even have Iron Brew anymore, though. Oh god, that's not. You think about it. They brought a closer to the original Iron Brew original, and that wasn't like as much kickoff as people thought. It's still around. I could buy it if I want, but I just I've really forgotten about Iron Brew before. I I have never been more like interested to see what anything tastes like in my life than Iron Brew. I have never heard so much about a thing that I cannot possess. Don't glam it up too much, Jimmy. You'd have to come to me to try that because I don't know if I'd be able to smuggle a bottle of uh, Iron Brew to you because they mostly come in glass bottles now and I am not prepared to shove that where you usually would shove contraband. Sorry, what? Iron Brew's in glass bottles now? I've never seen it in a glass bottle before. More often than not, the bottles are glass. I mean, you still get plastic bottles, but more often than not, you're shocked still, and we've, like... Uh, oh, well, the glass bottles are shit anyway. Yeah. Like, not even two liters, but for whatever reason, just in glass bottles doesn't even last as long as it was in a plastic bottle. Uh, well, if you want that good plastic bottle, Jimmy, come, like, 100 miles down the road. And yeah, over so, and over a river a or an ocean or something, right? What? Because isn't there like a body of water separating Scotland and, and England? Not yeah. unless you go the wrong way. No, that, way, that means you're going to Ireland. That's why I always say people in, anyone at, in the rare occasion where someone's thought I was Irish, I say, there's a big difference. It's called a big body of water called the sea. Yeah. <laughs> I remember Michael uh... Myers once did a, a SNL sketch where he played a Scottish guy. And someone calls him Irish. He goes, "What's the difference?" And he holds up a map. Like, look, there's Scotland, there's Ireland, there's the sea. Now get out, Miss Kennedy. That map. 
<laughs> fucking i watched enough uh sons of anarchy to uh to know that i never want to go to ireland like ever for any reason uh, that's great i was it? meant to go one time yeah. uh, i was meant to go over for an ott show i don't sit badge that we never end up being able to go to what's ott over the top wrestling yeah it's a wrestling company we were to the plan was, they had a show on St. Patrick's Day. The plan was basically to not sleep the entire time we were there. It's like, get off the plane, have a couple of drinks, go to the show, have more drinks, go back to the airport, go home. I, I, wouldn't have, I, I wouldn't have survived. I love how everybody but Ireland treats St. Patty's Day the same way. Like, let's just get trashed. I think Ireland is not. My biggest regret about that is not that I didn't gay uh, go to Ireland. The fact, my biggest regret is that that would be the one, the only chance if I went to that wrestling show for me to see Jushin Lager live. Oh shit! That's how much of a fucking nerd I am. End. We were, we were going to talk about one division, weren't we? Uh yeah, uh we and were, they, but then you know we got on to you know hating countries and whatnot. Um, over the top wrestling. Ethan, can I say before Ethan we made, end this conversation, Ethan, over the top wrestling. That's the laziest wrestling company name ever. Well, I guess you want to try and break the trend of ending it with a W or having an E in the middle or an E at the end. Or yeah, you got to call it over the top wrestling. I mean, technically, I mean, it just sort of caught on where it was just OTT and you knew. Like, like if you had like RevPro, RevPro was always RPW uh, when I talked to people about it. And then you had WCPW and you had uh, ICW progress uh oh, well progress for you guys but progress to americans it's pro isn't it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. progress but it's progress. it's progress it's progress it's a short o sound okay that's why we <laughs> that's why we invented short and long vowel sounds over here so that we could excuse our incredibly like abhorrent pronunciation of things oh, what would sorry. michael kane call it what would michael kane call progress oh uh, it would absolutely just be progress mr wayne <laughs> <laughs> we can't do that again not two yeah. podcasts in no no <laughs> well i mean this one this one's sort of ethereal we can always just put this one out whenever <laughs> we got michael kane to electric boogaloo um but yeah, WandaVision, ladies and gentlemen, uh, as of the airing, uh, as of the recording of this episode, seven episodes of WandaVision have aired. Seven. And uh, we found out, uh, well, all right, before I say anything, you guys are both caught up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it was Agnes all along, ladies and gentlemen, and the it's internet... It's me, Austin. It was me. All along. God. Damn it. The way you had that in the chamber, sir. Yeah, he was weighing on that. You were, he was you were gagging for that for that joke, and I love and appreciate you for that so heavily. Um, but yeah, the internet cannot get enough of the theme song uh, for "It Was Agnes All Along." Uh, we saw a bunch of stuff pop out. Um, where, okay, so first question: Do we think that Pietro is created by Agnes, and that's why he's different, or was? he pulled from another universe by Agnes and her power is purple 
Does that mean that she's using the Power Stone? Discuss. Uh, she can't be using the Power Stone because we saw them get destroyed. I think that'd be so fucking lazy. Uh, it's the book, isn't well, it? Mean, I don't think they got destroyed. They all got put back to where they were maybe because Cap was made to take them all back. But they just didn't come back when he returned. And that's why he was all old at the end of Endgame. Yeah, I just think though if you bring if you just bring the stones straight back into everything, then what was the point of kind of the first bit where it was all about the stones? Like I just think a little bit less move past the stones. But it's all about that book, isn't it? Ben was trying to tell me about the book. Uh, but I don't really get it because he knows a lot more kind of about the deep comic book lore than me. But apparently that book that he's got in his weird in her weird like chamber is some book that was made in like Marvel's version of hell or something and contains those of powers to create what you want yeah, uh, which but... is probably where Pietro came from uh, I mean <laughs> Evan Peters I'm gonna have to call him because they're both called Pietro <laughs> uh, where Evan Peters came from I think, I think it's called the maybe I think it's the that that's but the dark hole and I only know it because it was featured in season four of a uh, Agents of Seal, and I'm pretty sure the ending of that season saw them take it to hell, like Ghost Rider took the book to hell or something like that. I can't remember the ending of season four. It's been a while since I watched it, but I'm pretty sure something happened to Dark Horse. I don't know how Agatha would have got a hold of it. But, I mean, it's a weird... I think it goes to show how much we love dogs as society that the main thing people caught on to more than reveal is the fact that she just sort of casually just said, oh, by the way, I killed this dog. Oh. Yeah, they, they got a little, they got a little like last half of the last season of Lost a little bit in episode seven where they just sort of spent part of the episode going like, yeah, that's what this thing was. There you go. Shut up now, Internet. Yeah. And... Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I think it was one of the things I like, so many people were talking about and I wasn't believing like I thought it was one of those things that people assume happens, but it wasn't that and they were going to reveal something else. But yeah, then. As soon as she came out when Monica and Wanda were about to like, fight, as soon as she came out to get an end to it, I think that's when you said, like, okay, they're going to finally reveal it. And then that happened. And I keep thinking, I keep thinking there are 10 episodes, but then there are, it's only nine, so there's only two left. But apparently they're both going to be like an hour, nearly an hour each. Because the last few episodes have felt too short for me, because like, especially after they did the whole song reveal and Agatha and everything. And then it ended, and I told Nathan this the other day that. I was so angry because I wanted more. Like, no, show me more. You did catch the after credit scene, though, right? Yeah, you caught, yeah, I yeah. caught that. Okay, because we sit through, uh, my roommates and I, we sit through the the credits every week, just in case. Um, And it's never gone anywhere before. And uh, finally, it went somewhere. And uh, we saw uh, Pietro uh, doing... You know, Pietro catching um, what was it? Vision? I don't, I don't remember. I've only watched it once. Yeah. No, Monica, wasn't it? Monica, yeah. Also, guys, I sent you something. Uh, it's a horrible reader, but it was a tweet from our context uh, in Parks and Rec Twitter account because uh, I can't remember the actress. The actress who was revealed as Agatha was also in Parks and Rec, and there's a a quote from her that weirdly ties into the reveal of her character. Yeah, yeah. Per se, I just think that her actions raise some questions. Like, for example, is she a dog murderer? <laughs> um, and the answer is yes. Unequivocally, yeah. yes. Were you guys disappointed that they didn't have Darcy 
be revealed in this like version of reality that Wanda's created or Agatha potentially created as like some sort of waitress character like her character in Two Broke Girls. Because I saw so many people saying that that's what they wanted to see when they revealed like how she looks in the hex. Instead, he's made like an escape artist. Uh, I think that might have been a little bit too on the nose. Uh, a little bit. Like, that's probably just wanting too many Easter eggs. Uh, especially Easter eggs that have nothing to do with the universe this character's in. Uh, but the the one thing I didn't really like, if we're going to, because we're podcasters, obviously, we're going to have to poke holes in things a little bit. I did find the way that Vision found out that he was dead to be a tad anticlimactic. Where it was just him having a conversation with Darcy, and he'd be like, "So I'm dead." Well, like, technically, uh, technically, well, they already the, the moment where he technically finds out that he's dead comes in the was shown in the trailer like ages advance because technically Agatha tells him, and I don't know if he fully believes it, but then I think it's just Darcy confirming to him like, "Yeah, you died." Yeah, I get that, but he didn't really know what that meant at that point because. He just thought knew everyone was being controlled and obviously tries to go through the hex, but he can't because he's dead. And I don't know, but no, it was it was still cool. And I like Cat Dennings and I liked the bit where they were like, oh, she's putting roadblocks in the way of me finding out. And then it was literally roadblocks. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, but it's definitely it's it's left a little, so many questions for the final two episodes. And hopefully they are slightly longer, even though I do have been making the show something to watch kind of in the mornings before I start the day because it's quite short. But uh, I'll happily give up an hour at a different time of the day to watch it. Do we? Well, the best yeah. thing I can say about the Disney Plus, like with this show and with Mandalorian before that, is these before this, I had completely gone out the habit of watching TV shows weekly. Like I was wait binging shows or something had a few episodes left to go I just leave it I just wait and then just binge everything together but I've gotten back into the habit of a uh, scene of waiting to see next week what happens that's probably why it was so frustrating for me where these episodes end on such a high note like with this reveal and like no that's not enough give me more and because I, I can't just put on the next episode because I have to wait for it and I'm pretty sure like there's like the final episode of one division and then nothing on for a week and then the week after that is the the debut of a captain uh, winter soldier and falcon yeah i think you're right uh the the in between week is a making of show called uh marvel assembled uh and it's going to be the making of wandavision cool yeah so that that'll be fun and everything but i think that week i think based on what's probably going to happen over the next two episodes i feel like we're going to need sort of a week uh, because Falcon and Winter Soldier is six hour long episodes. So, I mean, shit, if we could just get shows that have $200 million budgets so we can have Marvel movies as TV shows, like I'm all about it. The, the coolest thing for me has been hearing the dun, 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 like the, the fucking Marvel studios opening before every episode. It's just been so much fun to sit there and like, cause that, that theme hypes you up, like unlike fucking anything else. And WandaVision is just delivered for most weeks, like just dead on. See what I'm thinking. Uh, what I like about this is the fact that they're varying the lengths of each. Like, so I used to like main episodes for one division, six episodes for uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. And so they're not, they've learned from when they did those 
like shows on Netflix because like Daredevil Jessica Jones could carry 13 episodes whereas for trying to drag out Iron Fist and Luke Cage over 13 episodes was not as entertaining and those those issues like nothing where they've like varied the run time of those series uh then also I've got a question for you guys what do you think about this do you think these like shows are just like one-off like series because like I think whatever happens at the end of one vision carries on to will carry on to uh Doctor Strange and Spider-Man so I don't think we'll get like a second series of one division but do you think like shows like Hawkeye, Loki and like Captain America like I keep saying Captain America because he's got the shield in it but Falcon and Winter so do you think these are shows that will have like second series or I think I'll just do one series for each? I think uh Falcon and Winter Soldier uh you definitely probably could it dep- entirely uh depends where the series goes and I don't mean to just use that as a bullshit answer, vague answer to your question, but like it entirely depends what they got planned in the films. But on the surface of it, I'd say one division is has to be a one off because I don't see where you go with that unless you're going to bring Vision back from the dead. Like mm. surely the cat because the character can't survive outside the hex. We've seen that. So and surely the hex has to end at some point. So. Surely that's the end of Vision, and that's the end of one half of the title, literally. So um, it kind of depends where they go. But I think uh, Ben has, from the Naked Men podcast, has quite an interesting theory that he thinks he would like to see Scarlet Witch end up uh, being the villain of the the Strange movie, and that she's just going to go nuts and kind of try and break the multiverse essentially, and that's where the multiverse of madness bit comes from in the title. So yeah, maybe that's where it goes. Yeah, I think you could definitely do. That. I think I think Spider Man's meant to come out before Doctor Strange too, and so if there's a link between them, like the multiverse thing and the idea of like characters from previous Spider Man, like Alfred Molina supposedly coming back for Spider Man three. Given that Doctor Strange and Spider Man both live in New York, you can tie those together quite easily. And I, I have an idea I think he could do, because I'm pretty sure that Chiwetel Ejiofor's uh, Mordo is maybe involved in Doctor Strange too. And I was wondering if you think maybe, I don't know if you might want a, a, a full-on villain, but like have, or like obviously she's the cause of like the, the multiverse, as you said, and have Mordo on his quest to like kill like all these sorcerers, he's trying to kill her as well. And so Doctor Strange is basically trying to protect Wanda. Yeah, and I think WandaVision is definitely being used as kind of the kickstart to this. I can't remember what phase they're on. Um, phase five, four. I think. Four. Okay, phase four. four. So she's obviously maybe being used as kind of the kickstarter, and she's going to end up being the big bad. And, uh, well, not not the big bad, but to be controlled. So maybe that's where the series ends up. But I think Falcon and Winter Soldier, if it's going to go down the espionage kind of route that very much the Winter Soldier movie ended up going down and Civil War in some ways you could probably just continue that as many series as you want as long as you don't kill off the characters in the movies but hopefully the series is going to be a really nice add-on for people that watch it and most people are watching it the subscriber count to Disney Plus is mental <laughs> but still hopefully the big events are going to be left for the movies so it kind of de- once we see the movies after Black Widow, I think we'll have more kind of idea of where these characters are going. Yeah, because like what I'm thinking is like Cap- uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, uh, the new version of Hawkeye that uh, Clint's training and the, their TV show She Hulk and Miss Marvel got their own shows, 
I'm thinking like those characters can probably tie over to the Avengers films like later on, and so in between those films you can just make another series of their show rather than just throwing together another movie. Kind of like what they were doing in like Phase Two, and they just like, okay, we've done Avengers, but we need like have another Iron Man and Thor film just because we need them to do something in between. Whereas and you can only give films to guys where you have a clear story that you can just tell in a movie, or the other guys can have this more like varying length story, like you said, this espionage story or whatever as they wanted to do these other characters. But one division, I think you can carry that, that their story on into multiverse of madness, or given Pietro being involved in like the fact that they now own the, the X Men, they want to start new X Men films, they can put Wanda in those films and continue her story through that. Well, I mean, what they did with WandaVision so far is they've totally changed what the MCU is even capable of. Like, um, because we're starting to get as much as we thought after Far From Home and the one episode of WandaVision uh, where Monica sort of you see Monica like unsnap and you see like the like the chaos that surrounds that sort of thing. Um, What we have right now is a world that is still sort of figuring out what the snap did to people and to, uh, to the world as a whole. So you have all these people coming back. Um, and then we saw in the most recent episode where Monica is able to go through the hex and exist on like as herself within Wanda's little bubble and at the end of episode six, the first thing that popped out to me when Wanda like stretched out West uh, Westview, I think it's called it's Westville or Westview Westview Westview, Westview. Um, where, where oh, she stretched all that out. We've gotten to a point where like it's it's not an Avengers level threat, but it's definitely a Doctor Strange level threat. This thing mm-hmm. like homeboy is going to have to come through and go. Zoom. So what's going on here? Sweetheart, how are you doing? You doing all right with all this? What's going on over here? Yeah. Well, well I think that's probably going to be. I kind of had a theory that Doctor Strange was going to turn up towards the end of the series, and I think a lot of people did. I didn't mean mm-hmm. to make that sound like I was the only person. He's confirmed. Like, He's confirmed. Oh, well, you just ruined that for me. I didn't know he was going to turn up in the series, but yeah, he's. I he's, think you could easily suspect that if it's going to tie into. Oh movie. yeah, easily because you knew that. Like thirty uh, seconds. Yeah, so I think. Definitely, as you say, the MCU has been opening up more to the possibility of multiverses, and they want to have the multiverses. So uh, we are going to get Scarlet Witch, who I keep calling her that, even though she's not called that in the MCU. But she is going to break time at some point during this, which she's going to be forced to. I love how, like, uh, during during the show, they were like, well, what, she she, she doesn't have a nickname. She doesn't have a superhero name. <laughs> yeah, um, I know it's wrong of me to call her that, but it's just so entrenched in my head. Nah, I mean, she's she's Scarlet Witch. I mean, she's it's Scarlet that's Witch, who she yeah. is. But I mean, she does have certain differences that, like, I don't know. I guess you could say that she's just she's technically she's just Wanda. But I mean, she's come on, just she... Wanda in a minute. But yeah, if you, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think Scarlet Witch is a bit of a silly name, and uh, I mean, come on, all names. of them are kind of silly names. Yeah, but it doesn't fit the the way that Elizabeth Olsen has played the character, which well, she's played the character from start to finish, from start in Age of Ultron to now, to perfection. Like she could not have played this character of Wanda Maximoff any better, and she continues to kind of with the way her breakdown this week 
talking to camera on the sofa uh, was just spectacular. She does. Do, have you guys watched Modern Family at all? A uh, little bit. She does a fucking perfect Claire Dunphy. Mm-hmm. Like per, um, Julie, Julie, uh, Julie Benz. No, not Julie Benz. No. Julie Louise Dreyfus. No, not Julie Louise Dreyfus. No, yeah, it's um, well, the woman who the woman who plays Claire Dunphy on um, Modern Family. Um, she does like a perfect Julie Bowen. That's your thing, you know. Julie Bowen. Thank you, thank you. Um, she does like a perfect like middle of the ro- middle of the run of the series version of that character and like the house looked just like the Dunphy house. I just got through rewatching like all of modern family. So like, it was so prominent in my head when we got to episode seven and the whole introduction was essentially like the MCU version of the beginning of a modern family episode. And yeah, it, they've, done, they've done really great things with that. Like it was a little bit of a struggle for, I guess for the UK audience at the points because they've all been, uh, US sitcoms mm-hmm. uh, so the references have kind of been a bit few and far between for us so we probably didn't appreciate I can't speak for Scott but I, I didn't appreciate it as much as probably you did Jimmy uh, mm-hmm. but like when he did Malcolm in the Middle but I straight away <laughs> knew that one and yeah, everything like that so they've been they've obviously been outstandingly done this whole show has just been it's, yeah, it's first... blown expectations hasn't it mm-hmm. yeah because like the first couple of episodes I wasn't sure about it i stuck with it because i knew it would be one of those like week by week slowly revealing what's going on you know like one division like the idea of one division get their own tv show didn't really intrigue me as much but i went with it but yeah, yeah. like malcolm meadow especially went like it's like is this malcolm meadow is this what they're doing because i could tell from the intro and then when one of the kids started doing this stuff to the camera i just i think that was the my favorite like one so far in terms of like tv references Part of me is sad that they've not tried to do like a Simpsons like animated intro, which is like Westview, and they just go over the town, yeah, Simpsons style. That's just you being cool. a giant Simpsons mark. I mean, a lot of people are Simpsons marks. I mean, what if the majority, at least forty percent of people who got Disney Plus got it to watch Simpsons? I don't like Thanks. Simpsons. I'm gonna lay okay, that there now on the podcast. Yeah. I don't like Simpsons. You're fucking around. I can hear it in your voice. Mm-hmm. You 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 love The Simpsons just like everybody else does. I don't. I don't watch The Simpsons. Be... I never watched The Simpsons. You've never watched The Simpsons. No, I have before, but I don't ever watch it now. I haven't probably, realistically, I've not watched an episode of The Simpsons in probably about ten years. I mean, that's that's fair though, because like I mean, the last like ten seasons have been kind of like garbage. Like, but I also never went out of my way to watch it. But yeah. it would be on channel uh, four here, mm-hmm. and I'd occasionally like, watch usually. it. Yeah, or like I'm going, I'm older than you, Scott. I'm going back a long way. It you're used not, to be on at six p.m., uh, and I would watch it after school. But then I stopped watching it at some point, and I just never watch it. I've not, I've got no plans to ever watch it. Honestly, like. I've gone back recently and watched um, like seasons three through 10, which is sort of considered the golden era, like the first golden age of uh, the Simpsons. And it's still just as funny. So like, if you do, like if you've got Disney plus sitting around and you're not using it for anything, 
use it to watch The Simpsons from like Fine. the beginning. Why? I'm I'm amazed. I was amazed when I first got to this bus and I watched Simpsons, but how much I didn't obviously pick up when I was younger watching it, and how much funnier certain jokes were like now that I got the context, or like when they'd made pop culture reference for films that at the time I hadn't seen yet, like the the Terminator two like chasing when Homer chased after Flanders. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. That's not a scene, me. You didn't get that? Well, no, because I was I, I first watched the episode when I was a child, so I hadn't seen Terminator 2 yet. You didn't watch Terminator 2 as a child? No. No, it sounded like he had, you know, functioning parents who didn't let him oh, watch. I... It's not Terminator, but... I got banned from watching Family Guy for a while. Yeah, oh, I, really? I watched it. Robocop with my dad when I was super young. I watched The Godfather when I was like eight or nine, maybe. How the fuck did you stay awake at eight or nine watching The Godfather? Um, <laughs> it's like three hours, 15. <laughs> the only, I'll never forget this. The only thing that my parents turned me away from was uh, the scene in the first Godfather when Michael and his wife go up to the room to like fuck. Like and that was That's it. That's the scene they chose to turn that, you away. Yeah, from. I saw the horse head in the bed. You saw everything else. Everything <laughs> else. Everything <laughs> else. Shit. I'll never forget it as long as I live. Uh, like I have a very distinct memory of me in my home as a boy watching this movie, and then my my father's like like coarse fucking workman hands going over my face. So I wouldn't cheese during that scene. So that so I wouldn't see the chick getting railed out on her fucking on her wedding day. That's such a weird tick to have as a I know. Like, I know. Oh, you can see this to be, fair, to be fair, Nathan, my, my 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 parents may have done that to me a couple of times during films of a scene like that came on. My parents <laughs> never did. Maybe that explains a lot. It explains you in so many ways. I even said at the time, like, because the horse head scene comes up after that. It's like in that montage. And it comes like they, they go away from the, the people banging and it, like the horse head is in the bed. And I remember looking at my mother and I said, Mama, I'm cool to see a horse's head in a bed, but I couldn't watch whatever those two people were doing just before then. And I remember my parents having a conversation after that and they never really bothered me. After that, and I was watching South Park and Family Guy, and You're watching South Park. But I watched Jesus. South Park started in 1998, I think, and I or 1987. I would have been seven or eight at the time South Park started, and I pretty much have been watching it the entire time it's been on. Jeez, parenting, eh? Yeah, I mean, hey, it's 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 we're all snowflakes, as they say, ladies and gentlemen, and not in the fucking liberal media fucking gotcha journalism kind of way no we're all snowflakes in that none of us are the same um i really didn't know where you were going with that for a second one thing with watching like american tv is there's always a scene or american films 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 or tv where there's always a thing where a parent has to have a talk with their child and explain sex to them i never had that i don't know if it's a uk difference between the uk and america but i never had that because my parents because my parents know I watched a lot of TV and films, so I basically I learned that that way. And so they didn't have to have that kind of conversation with me. Gen- genuinely, genuinely, I can give you the the talk that my dad had with me. A woman, really? a woman was walking out of my apartment. My dad was 
there out front smoking a cigarette. And I walked her out. I said goodbye. She walked away. And when she got out of earshot, my dad was just like, you rapping it? And I went, yeah. Yeah, what am I, retarded? And he goes, I knew I raised, I knew I raised a good one. And he gave me a cigarette, and I smoked a cigarette with him, and then I walked back inside. So, Please, essentially... That is New Jersey in one conversation. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Uh, I came home uh, from, like, we used to do, like, field parties when we were underage. And so I came, like, the next day, because I stayed over a friend's house after it. And all I had was, like, a love bite on my neck. And all my dad said to me was, oh, you've been rolling around in weeds, have you? That was around in weeds. Yeah, don't know. It's still don't, to this day, I don't know what you mean. Well, I have no that idea what you meant by that. <laughs> and that was the close. That was it. But I was like, um, I was like quite young, so I did was like roll up my my like uh, collar on my shit shirt and like just walk to my bedroom. <laughs> I was twenty five. No, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was, so I was 31, yeah, and I had to tell my dad that I've been having sex. He <laughs> was like, finally, you can get out of the house. It's funny, it's funny, because uh, as we record this, it is the 22nd of February, and uh, today is the, uh, today is the, uh, the five-year anniversary of my mother's death, and I remember the one conversation that I ever had with her uh, about relationships uh, or like sex or anything. And it was, I wasn't even with the girl like that. I was like walking out of my apartment at the time. And I say, I'm saying goodbye. And my mom's just like, who's the girl? And I go, Oh, this is so-and-so. And she's like, bring her in, bring her in. My mom like sort of like lived in her room or whatever. And they hung out for like longer than it took me to bang her. And that like, did not feel very good. And eventually when the girl left, she was just like, she's a, she's really sweet. And I had to be like, yeah, mom, I'm not really gonna like, I'm not really talking to the girl. Like I just sort of had her over or whatever. And she goes, you just like your father, leave me alone, leave me alone. And that was the only conversation <laughs> I ever had with my mother about it. So when you said her conversation with her took longer than it took you to sleep with her, there's so many jokes I could have made about yeah, so how long you lasted. I was literally, I was primed and I thought, now I'm going to let him go. I was ready to go. Oh, she just said goodbye and left no, no, then, no. did she? I literally was setting you guys up. I was hoping that there was going to be some jokes there. We were too polite. So, yes, you, so you finished talking people. to your mum. So she finished talking to your mum. And then 30 seconds later, you finished. And then she went home. And then that was the end of your mum's conversation. Well, now that not, that just sounds like she was talking to my mom while I jerked off in the corner, and then they finished talking, and I and like I finished slightly thereafter. Like for me, if if I, was, you interpreted it that way. I didn't mean it that way. If You're the interpreted it that if way. If I was making the joke, I would say that um, the what's what's never happened: the eight seconds of sex or the thirty minutes of crying. And you really could have just interpreted that anyway. It was weird. I remember the first my first girlfriend. I told my mum about it like the day after we officially said we were going out, and then I told my mum about it, and she was all happy in that. And literally, like later that week, I realized I hadn't bothered telling my dad and my brother because <laughs> it felt more important to tell my mum about it. And then she said, "Like, you tell him?" I went, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, I've got a girlfriend now." And I just went back to eating. 
like like classic hunter gatherer instinct. It's like, look, mom, look what I brought home. <laughs> it it literally took it took me. My mom was so protective of of me at least uh, that like we like it took me like three relationships for her to even speak to the women that I was like bringing over or like dating for a while. I had relationships with people who don't even to this day, if I would were to talk to them, don't know what my mother looked like, sounded like nothing because they never met her because she was just like, no, you're with my boy. I don't want it. It's not, it's not good. <laughs> you dirty. You dirty. <laughs> are you, are you rapping it? Shit. She used to, cause her room was like, like with the way that the apartment was set up, my room was like through a wall to her room. And it was a thick oh, enough no. wall. It was never good. Oh, no. Never good. Mostly Jeez. a, because ladies, uh, two uh, it was good because she if if she needed me for something she could just go on the wall until I responded to her. Uh, but when she didn't like the women I was bringing over for whatever reason, she would just sort of do that and go, Jim, Jim, until I got up and fucking walked in and was just like, "What? What the fuck do you want?" And it would just go, "Has she left yet?" She, my mother, I'm not Jewish, but I characterize my mother as an old Jewish woman because she perfected, she was the only Italian woman I ever met that was able to perfect Jewish guilt. I think it's mom mom's, Italian? General, moms in general specialize in guilt and remembering the smallest detail that they can, we can remind you, remind you of later in life. Uh, like, answer... My mother's brought up from my childhood, she tries to bring up and Half the time, I think it's, I don't know if it's because she's got a good memory or, or half the time, like, even I don't remember that. I just start thinking she's making shit up. <laughs> Most of the time they are. Because they, they do it under the guise of, uh, like, we want to protect you and we want to love you and stuff like that. But, like, most of the time it's just, like, they, they're they're very, like, this is mine. Leave. Leave. Or whatever. That's the way, the way I always interpreted it. Guys, what do you think? Of, this is a really random. This is a really random question to come out of nowhere. This, but it does have a point with something that someone has just sent me. What do you guys think of? Oh, have you ever known someone that just has mannequins in their house? No. Okay. Yes. Yeah, Jimmy knows what I'm talking about. Then. Okay. So. Fucking I, weird, right? It's super fucking weird. Okay, even if like they need it for something, like say they do like a reselling business, uh, like on eBay or whatever, and they sell clothes. They need like torsos and arms and, you know, mannequin bodies and stuff. That doesn't make it not weird. Doesn't make it okay. It doesn't make it not weird when you open up the closet looking for a shirt and all of a sudden fucking Fred is hanging out in the closet just going like, huh? And you're just like, what is this? Can you put homeboy in a box? Guys, I'm about to send you send you an advert that I've just been sent by a friend of mine. Oh, it's and it's for a house, Lake Tahoe, California. Yeah, that's the one. It's for a house. Just go through the slideshow one image at a time. Oh, okay. So there's 24 pictures, ladies and gentlemen, for six hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. Hold on. This first picture looks like the car in the driveway. The car in the driveway is the detective's car that showed up to investigate a murder. Moving on. 
<laughs> oh, the Just carpet. It's not a bad house. But, but the carpet. Oh, no, the carpet is terrible. The aquamarine fucking carpet. But you'll, you'll, get, to, you'll get to the point. All right, so it's I'll stop. I'll stop going. What? This screams Can we make this the picture of the podcast? Like the episode? No, because I feel like they, the podcast might just assume we've killed some people. This well, is weird. It is weird. Oh my... Okay. Okay, what's the over-under on the number of these mannequins that the guy who is taking these pictures banged? All of them. But I also think... Grace, I finally got to that. But... Yeah, you finally got to where... <laughs> the house turns. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's a perfectly... I will post the the link on our Twitter, Rogue, at Rogue underscore opinion. But the, the first, like, six images are just kind of a weird, quirky house. Nine, and then all of a sudden, you scroll ten. one image, and it's a room full of mannequins. Well, <laughs> literally Picture halfway through. Is, one of the 16 pictures, one in the corner... I don't. She's just staring into my soul. Oh! Oh my God! <laughs> Which one Who are you on? Look like? It's not Nicole Kidman, but it's like somebody like that. Oh, I don't say it looks like Nicole Kidman. Nicole yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying it looks like Nicole looks Kidman. Like, it looks like Michelle Pfeiffer after she got pushed out the window by by Christopher Walken and Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> that you're a hundred percent right, Scott. You're a hundred percent right. It's Nicole. It's fucking not Nicole Kidman. It's fucking Michelle M- Michelle Pfeiffer's. She's my shit. <laughs> oh yeah, my god! It's oh just my a god. house of mannequins. The last image is the worst. No, you know what's the worst? I, I have to scroll back because I, I clicked on one. Give me a second. And I like that when you get to, on this website on Zillow.com, when you, after you scroll, the last image is a room full of mannequins, all dressed up. Some children. There's one dog, and the rest are all there just. There are babies. You scroll one more time and it just says interested in a tour. <laughs> I'm sorry, a picture of a room full of magnets plus followed by the a question, do you want a tour? That is a poster for a horror movie. Yeah, right. It really is. It's like okay. a room full of magnets and they want to tour this house coming March 17th or something so, like that. So if you guys could go to go to picture 18. And I just scroll back. Sorry, there's one in the background. Like that's, what, that's what I'm talking about. It's the 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 one in the background of picture 18. It's nightmare fuel. It is nightmare fuel, and I I appreciate a weird house advert. There's been quite a few recently of just strange houses, but mannequins. Ooh, weird. An Sorry, ex-girlfriend of mine, Very her parents strange. had a mannequin just in like the hall as you walked into the house. Guys, have you opened up Street View on no, this on this shit? Is that a murder street? It's pretty bad. See, the last image is just so scary. Like, they've got the, the little the baby ones as a dog one, and then there's randomly a Virgin Mary or some sort of like. What is this? Oh, What's this God. man doing to these when things? When did Street View become like this? When you could tilt your phone and look around? Weird. Well, for us Samsung users, it's been like that pretty much the entire time. I just don't go on Street View a lot, to be fair. No, but you know, you're right, Scott. The Virgin Mary didn't stick out to me because of how weird the mannequins were. Oh, there's a Virgin Mary? Yeah. 
Yeah. I've never noticed because of a mannequin. A pretty big Virgin Mary. Oh, this street, this is not a nice street. You're on street view, it's not nice. This is unhorrible. What's with that random basketball hoop that's weirdly leaning over? Yeah, I just got that. And then there's just a silver fire hydrant next to it. This is something out of True Detective, the street and the house. Yeah, we need to get David Schwimmer in there urgently. Jimmy, David Schwimmer just does like a bank advert here at the minute. It's weird. Does he really? Yeah, for TSB. He does a just does a bank advert, and he's just there, just walking around like a campsite, talking to people. But it's for a bank. Well, I mean, hey, at least he's getting work. Oh, he doesn't need the money after that O.J. Simpson show. And as a, and he gets all the friends residuals. He's fine. Do you know they used to negotiate their contracts together, so they got sick mm. residuals. Yeah, yeah they all yeah. get I mean, like over two million a year still. So. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, they they don't need to work ever again. Oh, which is why none of them ever tried. I think a couple of them, like I think there were like there was a story at least like two or three of them were getting paid more than the rest, and so they all got like, got together, so they all got paid the same. Jennifer mm-hmm. Aniston was getting more because of her nips. That's fair. Those yeah. door knockers out there every every episode really sort of changed the pace. That was such a known thing; it had to have been a choice. Um, no, but I mean, Matthew Perry doing, um, uh, Studio 60 on Sunset Strip, that show was fucking awesome. That show was so goddamn good. Yeah, and he was doing some stage stuff for a while after he stopped being an alcoholic. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, you never really stop. There's a mix of, like, Breaking Bad and True Detective and all sorts of weird grim shows with a street. No, yeah. Are you still on Street View? I'm 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 why where are He's you right two now? Two miles down the road now. <laughs> He's way finding his way back far. to his house from this house. <laughs> no, but it like it looks like a dead end on both sides, right? Oh, it's a horror movie house, definitely. And then there are like these like like you see uh what was that thirty eight ninety four, the the little garage, like right on the other side of the street, like right across the street there. Like that, that is definitely, it looks all placed, right? Like it doesn't look, it doesn't look natural. I have to go back to find that garage. I went too far. Where are you? <laughs> He's in the next state. I'll try finding the nearest police station and call somebody to get these fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I see the one you're talking about. This is horrible radio, by the way. You are the worst person. I think, I think one mannequin in your house. If you're listening right now, one mannequin in your house, quirky, bit weird, two mannequins, first danger light, bit strange, as long as they're not in the same room, though, you're okay. If they're in the same room, danger sign. So if you're dating someone right now and you're suddenly thinking there's two mannequins in the same house, break it off. Three mannequins in any one house, crazy person, get out. Four, they have killed someone. Oh Scott, did you did you find the person on Moss Street doing the Walk of Shame? I did not know which which direction am I going to go. You got to go down the road a <laughs> bit and then make a right at Moss Road or Moss Street. God damn, I regret sending this to you guys. Um, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, like if you if you're still listening to this thing, I, come the so I can left or right. I can't go really far on the right. All right hold Get on, off the me... street view, guys. Put it down. 
Okay. All right. Um, it's going down. It's, it's going down. It's, it's down. down. It's Get down. rid of Street. It's over. Well, I will, I will say. I will say that you you know in the street that they realize if someone's getting given directions, if you come to the house before the uh, the basketball hoop, turn back. You've gone too far. That's where the weirdo lives. <laughs> mannequins. So many mannequins. So many mannequins. It's 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 not even arguably too many mannequins. If you have one mannequin, it's three too many mannequins. Yeah, well, I've just covered it. One mannequin, quirky, bit weird. Two mannequins, long as they're not in the same room, acceptable, but still weird. Three mannequins, danger sign. Four mannequins, murderer. And there's no in-between on that. Oh, hold on. I can't find mastery. I've got to a stop sign. I have to stop now. Fuck sake, Scott. Scott, Scott got Puts lost on down. Street View and we've lost him forever. Get off of it. Oh, there's Moss Street. God, fuck. <laughs> this is more it's... entertaining. I've got so many PS4 games that I find this more entertaining. There's, she's on the right side of the road up against a silver sedan. And 100%, it's either I forgot my shoes at your house last night or I fucking am trying to get back in after what happened last it's totally a walk of shame situation maybe that's just how she dresses Mm, yeah but her body language says that it's definitely some sort of situation no one hangs outside their car texting i think everyone hangs outside their car texting Mm, a woman is in california you could totally hang outside your your car texting Mm. I don't know. You didn't make it over to Moss Road, so like you don't know. <laughs> to Moss yeah, Road. Too to the yeah, I was already out of there. I was out, gone. Yeah, I took off and ran down the street when I saw those, uh, the <laughs> those, uh, those mannequins. Hey, I found her. I know it's like it's hard to find them, Wally. Oh yeah, you guys right. call Waldo <laughs> Wally over there, right? Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah, that's definitely she's calling somebody. You mean thank you, you guys called Hold on one second. Go ahead, Scott. Repeat what you just said. Yeah, she's definitely on the phone talking about trying to contact somebody about what they did. I think she definitely left something behind. Vindication. I mean, it's California. They get up to all sorts. <laughs> sure, she's a lovely lady. Okay, I'm finally coming out of street view, and I can't you've changed, Nathan. Nicely. You've changed. You Immediately, fish. I came at a street view. I'm just trusting this lady that I've not looked at. Mm. I should, I should have stayed here because the mannequins came back. Oh no! Oh no! Not the, mannequins. the final picture of mannequins was just confronting me. And thank you for the nightmares, Nathan. Thank, yes, thank you for the nightmares, Nathan. And thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for dealing with us through all of what we've been going through here. Uh, this. This link to this Zillow ad will be uh, posted around the same time that we are doing the uh, the posting of this particular episode for Shits and Giggles, so you guys can follow us along there. You can also follow us along over on Rogue underscore Opinion. I know I'm, I'm just sort of ending the show, but uh, did you guys have anything else that you want to bring up? Uh, I mean, I've got an outdated story about Alex Jones eating too much chili, so we forgot basic information about his kids. But that doesn't seem relevant. I mean, 
And then I, I lend fairly down a conversation the main rook opinions chat about how many Jaffa gates could you eat in a single sitting, but then they don't have them over where Jimmy is, so I don't think that would be relevant. Yes, I mean, we had two things, but your geographical situation ruins them both. Wait a minute. She's gone. The mannequin or the lady? The, the woman. I literally went back and. Maybe she Hold was on. over there. Hold, Hold, on. A Hold on. Rotating the phone. Founder. There we go. She was on the other side of the road. God damn it. Okay, guys. You're in the California time. area and you're looking for the house. Did we read out the address of the house that's for sale? There you go, Nathan. Make yeah. make your determinations. It's in the A team chat. <laughs> God damn it. God. I, I don't think he regretted anything more than he just did. Uh, I mean, it's so unbelievably pixelated. It might be a human. It might be anything else. <laughs> but I'm sure she she's, she's not even outside her house. She's probably just waiting for drugs. That might be a drug deal. Something's going on. That yeah. might be a drug deal. That's what, what Google Maps has just fucking picked up on. Ladies and gentlemen, the internet is fucking amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Uh, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, so much for joining us here on this little whatever the fuck this was. We'll do more of these. Uh, okay, real quick before we go, uh, what are you guys looking forward to? All right, fine, fuck it, fine. Bye, everybody. No, what are we looking forward to? No, what are you looking forward to um, this week coming up uh, with all of our interviews? And uh, do you, uh, for the episodes that you guys aren't going to be on, do you have any questions for the guests that you won't be interviewing? Ooh, that's a good. That's a good question. You just sprung completely honest. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Because uh, for no. while you guys think, while you guys think, for those people who don't know, we have a few interviews coming up. Uh, tomorrow we will be interviewing the Meadowlands monster, the pro wrestling magic uh, world champion. Uh, that will just be me and Scott. So I'm hoping Nathan has a question for the monster. Uh, Wednesday we're gonna have a big roundtable. Uh, me, Scott, Nathan, and Shane Fair, the ring announcer for pro wrestling magic. Then Thursday. Nathan and I will be interviewing Erica Lee, that 90s chick, uh, who will be in the Pro Wrestling Magic Women's Championship match. And then later that day, we'll be, we will be interviewing Mr. Darius Carter, the Pro Wrestling Magic Dark Arts Champion. Uh, and that will be with me and Scott. So uh, we hope you guys uh, tune in for all of that because all of those things and more will be coming up this week. Uh, so, guys, what do you got for those people that you won't be talking to? I mean... I won't have a question at the time recording for Erica Lee because uh, in preparation for uh, talking to Darius, I'm going to watch their, mat- her, their match from Cards uh, Up to, to Change as part of my preparation, but I haven't watched it yet, so I think I'd have a question if I'd seen that match yet. But I'm just looking forward to getting to do the interviews with, with Monster and Darius because I talked to you about uh, yeah, how much I enjoyed Kingdom 5 and they were two of my standouts, and also hearing like, these rules that, that Darius has got for the Dark Arts tale, I'm really interested to get into like your thoughts on that? Yes, I'm referring to them as the Carter Clause, uh, but essentially they're British rounds matches. They, they really are, and I do. I do think his jacket is very regal esque that he wears to the ring. <laughs> Somebody said, uh, I think it was Ace Romero, said that he wears his mother's bathrobe to the ring, <laughs> and it just think, it always pops me. You're seeing William Regal as Darius Carter's mother. Oh. We're gonna have to talk to Darius about that. Here's a net, there's the next Netflix docu series for you. 
<laughs> Mr. Regal, we hardly knew you. <laughs> describe your mother. Darius, describe your mother. Uh, she was a man. It's a man. <laughs> a real man's man. <laughs> he was a man. <laughs> All right, Nathan, uh, what do you got for the monster or for Darius? Uh leading into this week that maybe uh you don't have yet. And if you don't have anything that's fine, I can just we can just cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> uh I guess for, for the monster he's been in pro wrestling magic magic for a long time, so it's it's mostly gonna be about stuff about how he he's kind of enjoyed being through the promotion uh just over the time of just watching it grow. And just things like that, and how he kind of keeps himself fresh. There's all sorts of questions you can ask about kind of dealing with the pandemic and everything like that, and how shows are kind of changed. So, I mean, we don't want the entire interview to just be about the COVID period of everyone's lives. We want to obviously talk about kind of more positive things. Uh, but that would kind of be the most of it. And also, just just what's it like being such a cool guy? All right. All right. Um, and ladies and gentlemen, I'm sure that you're going to have plenty of questions. So if you need answers to any of those questions, go over to the Fight app. Look up Pro Wrestling Magic. We have our next show over on the 28th. If this comes out after then, please go and check the replays for Card Subject to Change and uh, Kingdom Come 5 and the Roaring 20s 2 behind the 8-ball. Um, and make sure you go over to YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Magic to get acquainted with not only myself when I'm in character, which is not very much different from the way that I am over here on the podcast. Um, and, you know, just catch up on everything that's been going on lately over in the kingdom because we got plenty of stuff to come. Um, but for now, we're the A-team. And Scott, what do you got going on? Uh, following to our apps coming for 1996. Uh, got all sorts of stuff going on with me and Paul. Uh, retro reviews of stuff like WrestleMania 12, Frasier. We're trying to film over the format with every structure episodes. Like when like one one week will be a different topic from the next week. So if you're interested in seeing how we're trying to structure our rambling, uh, eat, sleep, suplex, retreat, all sorts of good stuff going on there with uh, things like New Japan. We've got shows coming about Glow and Edge and all sorts of things. And also over here in Rogue Pines, Rogue Retro's matching review is still going strong as we're about to come up to No Way Out and then start the road to WrestleMania 2000. Everybody's favorite WrestleMania. Multi-man mania for sure. Uh, Nathan, what do you got going on? Uh, if you want to hear me talk about kind of different sort of uh, different sort of things like sport, for instance, football or soccer, if you're so inclined, have a read of Project Dits. It's at Project D-I-T-S. I'm on plus added time every week with my co-host Dara. Talk through all the football and the soccer madness that's happening in the world. Or my comedy podcast, That Ain't Sport. It's a scripted series about an uh, American kind of sports news show. It's over at That Ain't Sport on Twitter or just That Ain't Sport, wherever you get your podcast. These lovely guys lend their voices to the episodes. Uh, there's only one out at the minute, but there's a second one coming. There's one every month, so there's a lot more to come. But guys, this was great. Always is, Nathan. And remind me to tell you at some point that I have a couple of ideas for uh, That Ain't Sport. Um, but I uh, will. All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us here on the Rogue Opinions podcast. As Nathan said, Rogue underscore opinion. As Scott said, Rogue underscore opinion. For all of the stuff that's in our archives, 
I'm at Mr. Riot. That's M-R-R-I-0-T. Because Counter-Strike was a thing when I was a kid. Still looking at you, Matt Striker, because I know I know that you need a little help on the table there. And let me just say, I think I'd play well in Nashville. Any hoozle, I've been Jim. That's been Nathan and Scott. We are the A-Team. And this has been Rogue Opinions. And in the words of the immortal Yakko Warner, let me just say, Good night, everybody! Let's go to the end of the world. Let's go to the end of the world.